joy of the Lord is my strength. And when I heard this uh, as a kid, my mom would say it all the time. And I would think, well, I, so I got to be happy all the time, mom. There's times where I don't want to be happy. She said, no, son, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And so she helped me to understand what that actually meant. And the joy of the Lord is not about my circumstances, not about what's happening, not that I'm happy, but that I've just fallen in love with my current circumstances and allowing that magic to happen. We call this unscripted because I rely on God every single morning to give me a message through Proverbs and allow the word to read me. Now, it's very important. I talk about rituals, religion, and not uh, getting to God through those things. But early on in a relationship, early on in the mastery level of something, you have to create rituals, you have to create uh, routines, but you want to make sure that as you go along, that you give yourself the freedom. And once you start to get into that mastery, then you can start to be creative, but understand the basics. And one of the basics is the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day. It's 3000 year old wisdom. For me, I've been studying it for 30 years and it has been absolutely amazing. Yesterday, I beat my head against the wall. I was trying so hard. The episode of, uh, I believe it was Proverbs 16, said the difference between trying and letting. Are we trying to do things? Or are we letting God? Are we allowing it to happen? And I, I talked about that thing. God opened that up. And then on Proverbs 17, which was yesterday, I was forcing everything. And then I, I wrote down and I had this amazing presentation. And you know what? I did the entire 18-minute episode yesterday, and I got done, and my mic wasn't on. No sound at all. And what God said is, I just needed to spend time with you. So it wasn't about your ritual. It wasn't about your religion. It was about the, not about the routines. It was about the relationship. And I need you to be present, and I need you to understand that I'm going to bring the message as opposed to you. So uh, today, uh, I sat in um, stayed silent. We're going to be talking about understanding, wisdom, humility, and knowledge in Proverbs 18. And this one, God asked me the question, do you trust me? And then he followed it up with, I will know you, uh, I will know by your commitment. I want to give a big shout out uh, to a couple of ladies. We had the, we're having the vibe experience right now. It is incredible. Two and a half days uh, of a retreat that aligns your heart, your mind, and your uh, skill set, uh, which creates your irresistible vibe. Miss Julie, Tess, Tracy, uh, Hannah, Lori, Debbie, Shauna, and Tiffany, you're here with us in our heart, and you'll be with us in Park City uh, for the next Women's Vibe Experience. Proverbs 18, corresponding proverb, corresponding day. Let's get this party started. Do you trust me? 
this is a question that a lot of us don't ever want to hear, and especially you don't want to hear it uh, from, from God asking you. And this morning, that's what God asked me. He said, do you trust me? And he said to me afterwards that I will know by your commitment. <laughs> and I was like, wait, 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 wait a second. I can say to you that I trust you, but it's, it's amazing because in Proverbs 3, verse 4 and 5, I think it's five, uh, 4 and 5, this was a verse that my pop said to me uh, forever. It's actually 5 and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. And then God uh, let me know of those words, Trust, lean, submit, and my paths will be straight. But if my path isn't straight, it means that I haven't submitted to him. If I haven't submitted to him, then that means that I haven't leaned on him. If I haven't leaned on him, then I don't trust him. And so he wanted to go deeper into this today, and I didn't want to, but in Proverbs 18, corresponding proverb, corresponding day, check this out. We're going to talk about wisdom, uh, wisdom, understanding, humility, and knowledge. We're going to hit it uh, pretty quick today. Um, the first question right off the bat is, he said, what kind of friend are you? And I had to sit for a second. I went a little bit silent and I had to think about it. Like what truly type of friend am I in verse uh, in verse one in uh, Proverbs 18? It says an unfriendly person pursues selfish ends and against all sound judgment starts quarrels. So based off of that, what type of friend am I? Do I start quarrels? Do I have uh, selfishness in me? And then in verse 19, it says... A brother wronged is more unyielding than a fortified city. Disputes are like barred gates of a citadel. Do I have relationships in my life where I've walled myself off or maybe I've done them wrong or maybe I, I've severed relationships? What kind of friend am I? Number two, uh, what God asked me was, do you listen to me? In verse two, it says, fools find no pleasure in understanding but delight in airing their own opinions. Fools find no pleasure in understanding. Where does understanding come from? Understanding comes from knowledge. There's no reason to have knowledge unless we have wisdom, which is the right use of knowledge. How do we get that? Fear of God or respect to God. So if I'm respecting God, I can get wisdom, which is the right use of knowledge. He'll give me knowledge, and then I uh, am able to gain understanding. But the only way is if I'm listening to him. And so he was asking me, like, do you listen to me? In verse number 13, he says here, to answer before listening, that is folly and shame. Am I listening to understand and hear, or am I listening to respond? I've heard this uh, before, but I haven't had God ask me that question, and uh, I feel a bit convicted uh, on these questions today. Uh, so in verse, um, in verse 17, he says, in a lawsuit, the first to speak uh, seems right until someone comes forward and cross-examines. I watched Law and Order. My mom, uh, one of her favorite was Law and Order or Columbo back in the day, and you watch these law shows. The first person to speak always seems right. <laughs> but am I listening to the whole story? There's always three sides to the story, what he said, what she said, and what actually happened. And guys, it's all about perspective. Debbie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We talked about this yesterday and especially at the Vibe Experience for the last two and a half days. We have been talking about perspective and not shifting your circumstances, but just changing the way that you look at them. And when you change the way you look at them, which is your perspective, your perception, which is the way in which you receive it, starts to change. That's what my mama taught me. Third question of me feeling convicted today is, do you rely on my wisdom? In verse four, uh, this is a, a question that, that hit me hard. It said, the words of the mouth are deep waters, meaning that 
I, I don't know how far or how deep they are, um, but the but the fountain of wisdom is a rushing stream, meaning it's always fresh. It'll never be the same. Wisdom will never be the same exactly for the circumstance. Like from one day to the next, the principle will be the same, but the words will be different and it'll have life because it is a relationship and relationships continue to grow and they stay fresh. Uh, next question. Again, I feel convicted here. Do you speak life all around you? In verse six and seven, this was a, a, a test. The lips of a fool bring strife, uh, bring them strife and their mouths invite a beating. In verse uh, seven, it says the mouths of fools are their undoing and the lips are a snare to their very lives. In verse eight, it said the words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the innermost parts. Am I gossiping? Does it feel good when I gossip? There are times when I do, and man, I, and that's just gossiping is just talking about somebody when they're not there about a challenge that you have as opposed to just talking with them. And imagine what would happen. My wife is so great at this. She just hits it head on. She'll go straight up. Like if she has a challenge, she wants to talk to you about it. This is uh, amazing, but uh, sometimes I get convicted on these questions. Do I speak life to all, all around me? The tongue has the power of life and death, and to those who love it, uh, will eat its fruit. Question number five, it says, are you diligent? <laughs> this was hard too, because right work. There's sometimes where I have busy work. There's sometimes where I'm in motion, but I'm not in action. Motion is simply da, 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 and action is, whew. I sat down with the ladies from the Vibe Experience last night and I brought them into the studio and I said, here's what we do with the Vibe Check. They said, what is a Vibe Check? I said, what a Vibe Check is, is we check out exactly what's happening with your brand and is your line, is your vibe in line with that? And then we went through the podcast and how to be able to create a podcast in, in a, a workable way and a very simple way because we have a workflow that's set up. And so I do these vibe checks and I help people to be able to do that and set their own up. I'm not going to go fish for you, but I could definitely teach you how to fish. But there are times where I'm just running around like a chicken with my head cut off and I'm not focused. Watch this. In verse 9, one who is slack in his work is brother to those who destroy what we've been working on over the vibe experience is putting a target. If you don't have a target, you can't have a target you don't have. And most of the time, we don't have specific targets in our personal, our professional, our spiritual life. Are we working diligent in those areas, meaning that we're just doing right work? Not in motion, just in action, taking one step closer to your desired result. And that's what we're going to be doing later on today. So ladies, I love y'all. Be there in a little bit. Um, Let's see, uh, next question is, do you value me above all else? And <laughs> I like to think so, but then I read this, the name of the Lord is a fortified tower, the righteous run into it and are, and, and are safe. The wealth of the rich is their fortified city. They imagine it, too wall, or, uh, it a wall too high to scale. Am I trusting in my riches, my things? Or am I simply trusting in him? Because I could tell you this, I've met so many people that have built it high and then it's dropped out or there's been un, uh, like unforeseen circumstances. We've all had them. And God was asking me, like, are you truly valuing me over everything else? Number seven is, is your ego a barrier to my blessing? Before the downfall, the heart is haughty, but humility comes before honor. <laughs> He just keeps letting me know that you can have an ego. It's okay. I could use it in a great way, 
but are you using it and is it a barrier? Next question, do you have hope? And I just sit in this for a second. Do I have hope? And then he just added in me. Do you have hope in me? When challenging circumstances are there, do you have hope in me or do you have hope in something else that you think is going to get you out of the situation? Am I your sole focus? In verse number 14, it says, the human spirit can endure sickness, but a crushed spirit who can bear. And what God was asking me, is your spirit crushed? Do you have hope in me? Well, you would have hope in me if you studied my character. The only way you could study my character is through my word. But if you study my character, then you want to know me and you want to spend time with me. And if you spend time with me, then you have respect for me. If you have respect for me, then I'll give you wisdom. I give you wisdom, then you'll get knowledge. You'll get uh, instruction. Or you'll get knowledge. You'll get understanding. You'll get instruction. You'll get insight. When you get that insight, then you'll have discretion. That discretion will lead to discipline. That discipline will lead to strength and it'll lead you right back to spending more time with me. The next question that he said uh, asked is, what do you believe? We've been working on this with the Vibe Experience with the ladies is truly drilling down what you believe, what your heart set is, what your belief system is. And a lot of times people go through their entire lives and never know what they actually believe. I know what I believe. I'm awesome. I'm beautiful. I can do anything that I put my mind to. I'm, I'm the greatest, so I need to act accordingly. That's the baseline. But that came from people who I absolutely valued, my mom and my pops. Did I have a perfect upbringing? Absolutely not. But they told me those things over and over again, and then God revealed the meaning of those words. Do you believe? Or what do you believe is what God asked me today. And in uh, verse 15, it says, the heart of the discerning acquires knowledge for the ears of the wise seek it out. The heart of the discerning acquires knowledge for the ears of the wise seek it out. What do you believe, son? That's what he asked me. Um, he asked me this. Uh, the next question was, what fruit are you seeing in your life? And in verse 20, it says, the fruit of the mouth, or uh, from the fruit of the mouth, a person's stomach is filled and uh, with the harvest, the lips are satisfied with the harvest of the uh, of their lips are satisfied. Let me read it again because my reading is bad at times. When I was a kid, I never wanted to read in front of people. From the fruit of their mouth, a person's stomach is is filled with the harvest of their lips. They are satisfied. So he asked me what type of fruit am I seeing in my life? If I, if I truly trust him, I'll have great fruit because I'll be leaning on him. Next question, how is your relationship? And what he was asking for me is in your marriage. How is your relationship in your marriage? Watch this, verse number 22. He who finds a wife finds, a, uh, fi uh, finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. He who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. He was asking, how is your relationship? How is your marriage? I like to think that it's good, but now after the, God asked me this question, I want to spend time with my wife. I want to uh, fill her up. I want to spend time with my family. I want to check this out. And then the last question is, what type of friend are you? 
Because this is what God was asking me, and it says in the last verse, which is in verse 24, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Now watch this. God asked me all these questions. Now, the first question he asked me is, say, he said, do you trust me? Do you trust me? And he said, I will know by your commitment. And then he wanted to see, if you truly trust me, what kind of friend are you? If you truly trust me, do you listen to me? If you truly trust me, do you rely on my wisdom? If you truly trust me, do you speak life to all those around you? Are you diligent in your work? Do you value me above all else? Is your ego a barrier to you trusting me? Do you have hope in all aspects of my, your relationship with me? If you trust me, what do you believe? If you trust me, what type of fruit are you seeing in your life? If you trust me, how's your relationship? How's your marriage? How's your family? How's your friends? If you trust me, what type of friend are you really? And then he asked me this question. He said, now do you really trust me? Because I will know by your commitment because it will eliminate the option of anything contrary to that commitment. Do you trust me? Proverbs 18, corresponding proverb, corresponding day, 3,000-year-old wisdom. When you read it, it'll start to read you. I tell you, I, when you commit to this, I've committed to it for the, over the last 30 years, and I tell you, the greatest thing that you can ever acquire is wisdom. And where you gain wisdom is from the fear or respect of God, and the only way you can get that is by spending time with him. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. My name is Kelly Cardenas. I'm officially off the hot seat. Peace, love, and soul.